1: Not just aging, but really successfully with vitality and vibrance and verb and excitement. And my guest today is Dr. Roger Landry, MD, MPH. He's the author of Live Long, Die Short. You know, your brain continues to develop across a lifespan. It has the capacity for nerve regeneration and pathway rewiring, and it has the ability to grow new tissue. And your brain produces nearly 10,000 new cells every day. If you use them, you can strengthen your brain just like a muscle. You can enhance your memory and your cognitive ability, regardless of age. So that's kind of a myth that um, we don't get better as we age. We can get better as we age. And again, my guest today is Dr. Roger Landry. He is a preventive medicine medicine physician. He's the author of the award-winning Live Long, Die Short. A Guide to Authentic Health and Successful Aging. He's also the president of Masterpiece Living, a group of multidiscipline specialists in aging who partner with communities to assist them in becoming destinations for continued growth. Welcome, Dr. Landry.
2: Wow, thank you, Patricia. It's always a pleasure. It's
1: an <laughs> That's honor. great. Thank you. And, you know, I want to let people know that Dr. Landry's been featured nationally and internationally on NBC and Fox News and ABC and CBS and the list goes on and on, as well as major uh, publications. All right. So, Dr. Landry, the question is, when we're talking about how the brain produces new cells every day, there's a word for this, and it 's called neuroplasticity. Explain that because I think there 's such a myth out there. people really feel you get older, you hear it all the time, you know you get older and your hair's going to fall out, and you can 't walk as much, and your libido's <laughs> down, and you know and all of that and um, and you 're here to say that 's not true i 'm also here to say that 's not true
2: <laughs> yes, yes, we are, and and it 's a good thing we are because uh, that is a prevailing thought, and it 's not a surprise because. When I was in medical school, I mean, that was a few decades ago, but we were taught that the, the brain grew. It grew to be its very best, say, in your 20s or so. And then from then on, it was pretty much neurons dying uh, and continuing to die until we were essentially unable to function or demented. And that was the picture. And it was not a rosy picture. And uh, head injuries and, uh, you know, exposure to toxins and alcohol and high altitude and low... Uh, oxygen environments, these are all things that accelerated that process. And so it was depressing. What we know now, and uh, most of this has come from technology of brain scans, where we now are able to look at brains and, and see how they change with environmental stimuli. And that has changed everything. There are two words that apply here. One is neuroplasticity that you mentioned, and one is neurogenesis. Now, the the growth of the the new cells, the new neurons, that's neurogenesis. We know that that happens in several areas of the brain. And in fact, one of the areas is around the hippocampus. And that is an area that plays a large role in Alzheimer's disease and memory loss. And what we see is that, as as you said, about 10,000 new cells a day to the extent we engage them, (laughs) that we're learning new things and building new pathways, they survive. To the extent we do not do that, they die. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we were all taught to clean our plate, right? And not waste anything. Well, let's not waste those 10,000 cells that we get every day. So how not to waste them? That's the other word, neuroplasticity. Neuroplasticity is increasing the pathways in the brain, the connections in the brain. So we're using the, the, the neurons we have, as well as new neurons, And by challenging them, we, we, uh, we grow little trails. So say we want to learn something new, and this is very important, something new in particular. Mm -hmm. We build a little trail, we keep doing it, we get a highway, we keep doing it, we get a super highway. And Mm -hmm. meaning we can go, we can do these things faster and better. So the, the challenge is, don't waste these cells, and how not to waste them, learn new things. Certainly use your brain. But mm. learn new things, be a beginner. You don't have to be an expert, just be a beginner, learn new things. So,
1: so things like crossword puzzles or even new programs on the computer. I mean, the computer can be very challenging to navigate any of yeah. those things, right?
2: Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, it can be exotic and learn a new language or a, music, mm-hmm. or a musical instrument or something like that. And we see on the brain scan, huge areas of the brain's beginning to get larger and thicker. As we do that. that, namely, we're growing new pathways and the brain is getting bigger and heavier. Um, but it can be small things. And, and I think we said it the last time we met. And one, uh, one is to, something as simple as eating with your opposite hand. I don't
1: something think that's like so that. simple. I got to tell you. <laughs> I think it's easier to <laughs> learn the computer for me. I find so, uh, that that would be tricky for me. That's okay. But...
2: You just have a few extra napkins, you know. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> You don't have to be great at it and try yeah, writing yeah. your name. You don't have to be great at it. Just yeah. do it. Uh, drive to a place. You always go to a different way. It's uh, certainly a conversation with people, uh, stimulating conversation yes. and not the cliches. Yes. We usually just trade with each other. How are you doing? I'm great. Yeah. You know, something that challenges you and challenges your brain, learning a new, taking a course and learning something, uh, going to a different place, uh, challenging yourself getting out of your comfort zone like uh, my wife and I we went to Greece for two weeks and we only made reservations for the first night in Athens everything else was kind of as it comes you know and yes. so getting out of your comfort zone and scaring yourself these are all yeah. things that stimulate your brain and your whole body actually but your brain in-
1: all right so that's one of your things. you have five fitness tips to improve your brain one is challenge your brain another one is exercise regularly talk about this
2: the brain uh, is not divorced from the rest of the body. You know, uh, We physicians a long time ago began to fractionate the body because there was so much information about different systems, we couldn't know it all, so we fractionated it and we became specialists, neurologists and cardiologists. But the brain is very much connected, uh, not only literally but figuratively, uh, to the rest of the body. So the brain functions best when it is getting a good blood supply. The brain absolutely needs oxygen. It absolutely needs glucose, and it gets that via the blood. So anything that limits your, your, your body's ability to, or the, or to get these things there or your brain's ability to, to receive it, uh, you know, blood uh, vessels that begin to get smaller and, and are a problem or a heart that has arrhythmias or a or blood pressure that's really high that, that causes the uh, vessels to get thick. All of these things hinder the brain's ability to grow, mm-hmm. to grow new pathways, and so cardiovascular health is health is good health. But but very it's simply also keep moving because when we mm-hmm. move, this is uh, a friend of mine calls this miracle growth. And in fact, mm-hmm. uh, for I the agree. brain, yeah. <laughs> yeah. in fact, we see the, the uh, specific substances that are more likely to be there that stimulate brain growth when people are moved. Yes, Patricia. Well sorry, but it's also draw. no
1: that's all right. No, but also serotonin in terms of our mood. So sometimes if I'm down or low or I've been in or I've had an upsetting conversation, I will exercise and Roger, it's like a magic pill. I just feel fabulous afterwards. It's amazing.
2: Yes, this is this is absolutely the case. And you know, for me, and uh, I didn't intend to you know, wouldn't go into this in such a big way as I did in Live Long, Die Short, the book. But this is really based upon who we are as a species. Our species, for 99% of the time we've been on Earth, there we're hunter-gatherers. And what did they do? They moved. They moved. And so our basic physiology, uh, everything, our GI tract, our brain, our hearts, our muscles, everything works better when we continue to move. And uh, yeah, we get challenges as we get older. Maybe we can't walk as far or run or do things, but we must keep moving. That is like a fountain of youth in some ways.
1: Yeah. That and everything I, functions yeah. better. So much so. I mean, I, I love exercise. I've been doing it a long time. And it's more movement than exercise for me, as you said. And um, it's just, it becomes a way of life. I think once you're used to it, then it's just part of your life. You, you can't, it's like eating. You don't, you don't live without it.
2: <laughs> so. Patricia, what you just said has great wisdom in it. And the word exercise has in fact cause so many people to not do the little that is necessary for them to be healthier and have healthier brains. We associate uh, physical exercise, physical uh, health with exercise, with the gym, with uh, long distance running or doing exotic things. Those are great things, sure. But to the extent we think that's the only way to get physical health and to get uh, the things to the brain that it needs, we're wrong. Everybody, can make it better. And every, from moving, if you could be confined to a chair and be able to move in a way that will significantly benefit your, your brain. But again, if we think we have to be heroic about it, uh, we just give up. And so, you know, most of the population just gives up.
1: Right. All right. What we're going to do is take a break. We are talking to Dr. Roger Landry. He's the author of Live Long, Die Short, a guide for authentic health to successful aging. And uh, this book has been endorsed by the AARP, which is very, very exciting. And he has been on many television and radio programs. He's also the president of Masterpiece Living, and we're going to talk about that afterwards. But we're going to continue after the break talking about fitness tips for your brain. We've talked about exercise and challenging your brain. We're going to talk about diet, food, reducing our stress, and just relaxing which uh, a lot of us don't do and need to do more of. You're listening to The Patricia Raskin Show right here on VoiceAmerica.com. America's Voice. We'll be right back.
3: Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com.
4: You count. You've heard of good things coming in packages. Well, maybe there's a little more to that saying. But when you think about it, packaging is one of the most important things that can represent your business. Tune into Ditch the Box with host David Marinak. Each week, we'll discuss flexible packaging, marketing, sales, and how it all comes together in one container. Lower costs, increased margins. Listen to the show. It might just save you a ton. Ditch the Box is heard live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. Do you want to expand the legacy that you leave behind? Get the inspiration you need by hearing from others who are doing just that. Listen for Your Why with host Nelina Varinas. The show features amazing guests who have saved lives, helped others, and brought forth hope to others around them. By hearing their stories, you can make some stories of your own. Your Why can be heard every Friday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel.
0: Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back. I'm Patricia Raskin, and we are on for the whole hour with my terrific guest, Dr. Roger Landry. He's a medical doctor, master's in public health. His book is Live Long, Die Short, A Guide to Authentic Health and Successful Aging. And he has been, he's worked nationally and internationally on radio and television He's done He's done so much. He also, AARP, has endorsed his book, which is really fantastic. He's also a retired, highly decorated full colonel and former chief flight surgeon at the Air Force Surgeon General's Office in Washington. He's a preventive medicine physician, and again, his book is Live Long, Die Short. And we are talking to Dr. Landry about how can you age successfully and what are some fitness tips to improve your brain. And then we're going to talk about Masterpiece Living, which is this incredible institute that he and others have created. Welcome back, Dr. Landry. Thank you, Patricia. Let's talk about um, in terms of the fitness tips to improve your brain. Learn to reduce stress. Now, you know, that, that can be a hard one if you have an issue. You know, if a loved one is sick or you've you know, you've had an issue in business, or you've lost a relationship, or you find out your health has changed. I mean these are real stressful issues. So, what do you say to that?
2: Well, we are a a society that uh, runs around at a frenetic pace, and it it is—it is—it's essentially a time-based society, which on its own creates a great amount of stress. We've talked about our ancestors; there was no sense of time for them. It was sunrise, sunset, you know, and uh, essentially no clocks. Well, there weren't any clocks, and. And, and this is the way we live for such a long time that this new way of living, time-based, rushing around, frenetic pace, multitasking, yep. this yep. is not the way we were designed. So we're not handling it all that well. And, and virtually every disease that we experience, uh, the chronic diseases are, are negatively affected by this stress. Now what we have to realize that stress was something that is inherent in us to keep us alive in a life or death situation. Uh, mm-hmm. It, it right. is all hands on deck. Uh, everything pours yeah. out of our brain and our muscles and our and our and our stress hormones, our cortisol, and, and all that happens to save our life. And then it is meant to go away. What that's we thats the do, fight or
1: flight. That's the fight or exactly, flight. Exactly,
2: exactly right. Yeah. And we still see it today. You step off a curb, there's a car bearing down on you. You jump back like you never felt you could. Mm-hmm. You can jump fences. We have people lift Volkswagens off, people stuck underneath, you know, and soldiers do things because of this stress response. But it is not meant to be a chronic thing. We, with our brains and our worry and our, uh, and our time-based society multitasking, are able to create that stress and make it chronic which, Mm -hmm. and we, well, take the brain. We, now with scanning, can see that areas of the brain begin to atrophy with people who are in uh, high-stress situations, and those same areas are associated with Alzheimer's disease. So we're beginning to realize that stress Mm -hmm. is probably a huge component of Alzheimer's disease. We know about heart disease. You know, we know what that does. We know what it does to the GI tract. I mean, virtually everything is made worse by stress. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, we don't have tigers ready to jump on us and eat us alive. And so this stress that we're feeling is self-induced. I mean, let's face it. I mean, you say, okay, you, you gave me some very good stressful situations. Mm-hmm. But, and we are confronted with those. But let's look at it realistically. There's really only three things to do when you're faced with a stressful situation. You, 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 make, you, you solve it. You fix it or mm-hmm. you make a plan, okay? Um, so you, you fix it, or if you can't, then you make a plan, all right? Mm-hmm. If you can't do that, then you walk away from it, if you can't. Just walk away. It just shouldn't be part of your life. Or mm-hmm. thirdly, accept it. Accept it. These, these are the only things you can do. All else is madness. Now, that doesn't mean your sick father isn't going to go away, but mm-hmm. look, you make a plan and do the best right. you can to, to right. help him.
1: Right. But, but Marjorie, you, I do I do I do want to just say one thing, and I, not to interrupt you, but when you were talking about the fight or flight response, you know we don't have tigers at us, but we do have people sometimes that can be nasty or mean, and we feel like we've been hit, but we can't fight back the way we could in you know in the ancestor days. You know when you took your club and you zinged them, (laughs) you can't do that today. So that that really causes stress. But
2: really, where is the stress coming from? We're internalizing that what we see is an affront, we're yeah. internalizing it, we're mulling it over, we don't forget it, we bring it home, we sleep on it, we move it, it's, we, just, we just make it permanent. Is that person bothering us right now, this moment? No. Why shouldn't we be comfortable now? Why shouldn't we be stress-free this particular moment? This person's not in our face. And even if they're in their face, you know, we should realize what this really is. This is a character flaw on their part. And to mm. the extent that you internalize this and make it who you are, uh, or 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 your whole life, this is what we're talking about. You know, in our Pollyanna you know, a These things point. these, these things exist, but to the extent we internalize them and continue to mow it over with our thoughts. And and wherever we go, we take this with our thoughts and oh, These are stressful situations. These are not life and death sort of things. But what you're
1: saying is you have to take responsibility for your own behavior. You can't keep dwelling on it. That's what you're saying.
2: You must take responsibility. These things are out there. You can't. So you fix them or you walk away or you accept them. You accept that this guy is going to act the way he does and he cannot make you feel horrible if you choose not to feel horrible. Happiness is a choice. Very good, yeah. Stress-free. Right. Being stress-free
1: is a choice, to, except when there's a tiger bearing down on you.
2: you know, right. That's and a
1: choice. I, right, and, and sometimes that's hard for people. Sometimes I know, you know, sometimes I have dwelled hard. on things. You know, it's someone says hard. something, and you think about it and think about it, and you almost have to train your brain. I almost think there's a self-discipline aspect involved here. You have to say to yourself, no, stop. You have to train this yourself.
2: Being, this is about being in the moment, which we hear so much about. This yeah. is about um, meditation. This is about being in the moment. Uh, when I give my talks, I, I say, Is there an artist in the audience? Someone raises their hand. I said, How do you feel? I said, what hap- First of all, I said, What happens to time when you're drawing? And they say, There is no time. Right. And when there is no time, there is essentially no stress. Yes. And I say, How do you feel during that? And they say, I feel wonderful, peaceful, joyful. Thank Thank this you. is being in the moment, this is not altered. Universe or an altered uh, psychological state. This is just being where you are right now, and 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 paying attention to where you are, being mindful of where you are, and looking at the world, noticing that flower, noticing that face, noticing that animal, noticing that sky, and not having your boss boss's interaction going on in your head on on a on a circle and on a one on, on a ring, you know, where it's just continuing to bug you.
1: Yeah, very good. And that's so important, everything you're saying. Let's look at the fourth one, which is unplug. And that's something that you you also have been talking about, just unplug and get away from the phones and the computers and those negative people and just unplug. Meditate. It's very much
2: much related to what we were just talking. In our society today, uh, more and more, uh, we feel um, the absolute necessity. uh, Life is going to come to an end. Our, our whole existence will come to an end if we're not getting that message within a second of it coming. Uh, and, you know, come on, it was, what, 10, 15 years ago, you know, many people didn't even have cell phones and, and uh, you know, on their mind computers and emails. And I understand how this happens, but it is absolutely necessary, as it is when you're dealing with stress, that you find a place where you can be in the moment, where you can be quiet, where you, where you can be like those artists, and we're not being the the the, the victim of our own technology. Technology is running us. We're not. Technology is not working for us, giving us more spare time. It may allow us to be in places like right now. I'm in Arizona rather than having to be at home in my office to, in order to feel this. But in general, all technology is not freeing us to enjoy a better life and to be happier. It no, is it's speeding us up. Doing, exactly. Right?
0: It's speeding and, us up.
2: Absolutely it is. And we've, and we've become victims. Technology yeah. is running us. And so um, uh, our whole company is going to take a course called Take Back Your Life. It, it's a book and it's a, it's a plan in order to become more in, uh, you know, the master of your own fate relative to this rather than let technology run you.
1: Okay. What about, I want to talk about food, and we have a few minutes before the break, but what about meditation for those people who, you know, just can't clear their mind and you're not going to sit in a mountaintop? What about just deep breathing or just cleansing breaths to kind of make your body stop for the moment? Oh, ab-
2: absolutely. You are so right, Patricia. And most people think meditation, you have to be able to put your ankles behind your neck or something. Right, right, right. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> meditation is really only paying attention to what is happening right now the breath is a great place to begin you know to just uh monitor your breath i'm breathing in i'm breathing out and breathing in and and paying attention to that your mind will wander you'll wonder whether you're doing it right you wonder you know what was that noise and but just very calmly bring it back to that breath mm-hmm. and right. you can move you, you can move on for, even if you just get seconds you'll feel it, you'll feel yes. that release from tension, that release from the cares of the world for just that moment. And then, you know, look for things like my artist friends that uh, do it for you, meditation may do it for you, but artists, crafts, being with animals, nature, uh, walking, mm-hmm. uh, anything. Look for those moments. But a meditation was, it, 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 this is what it is all about. And uh, meditation, we're beginning to see now that we're scanning brains, people who meditate tend to have much healthier looking, thicker, gray mat, more gray matter in their, their brain, and mm-hmm. their brains tend to atrophy less, much less slowly than the average person.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk a little bit about eating a balanced diet. Then we'll go to break and we can continue. And then I definitely want to talk about Masterpiece Living, this incredible institute that you've created around the country to really help people age successfully. So we've got a couple of minutes. Um, just give us a few tips about eating a balanced diet and why that's so important.
2: Absolutely. Let's go back to our ancestors because uh, what they ate for 99% of the time we've been on Earth obviously has, uh, is what we need. Because our physiologies have depended on it for so long. And so fruits, nuts, vegetables, wild grains, small amounts of uh, fish, and small amounts of meat. That's what they ate.
1: Our diet is not so much like that anymore. We have a lot of processed, right. prepared food, right. altered food. Right, like you, and you, you've written, you know, go fresh, go local, which is what our ancestors did because that's all they had.
2: <laughs> that's all they had, and that's what our body functions best on, uh, and it's the full mix. We need fats. In fact, our ancestors crave fats. That's why we do. They just never realize that now with us we have fats every hundred feet, you know, and so we overeat fats and get into a problem. They ate fats because that meant they could survive, but everything, fats, protein, carbohydrates, we need them all, and that's that's what a balanced diet is. And, again, the fresher, uh, the more direct from you, the better. I like to say if your great-grandmother didn't eat it, you probably shouldn't either.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. That's good. Good advice. All right. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're talking to Dr. Roger Landry, who's the author of Live Long, Die Short, A Guide to Authentic Health and Successful Aging. And he is also the president of Masterpiece Living, which is a multi-specialty group committed to helping older adults age in a better way. And they form partnerships with organizations. And we're going to talk about that next because I think it's, it's cutting edge. It's what, what so many of us want as baby boomers, and it's very, very exciting. You're listening to The Patricia Raskin Show right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. And before we go, Dr. Landry, what's the website? MyMasterpieceLiving.com? Uh, my That's one that of is them, That right? is correct.
2: That is and correct for Masterpiece Living, yes.
1: All right. And for your book?
2: For the book, it's LiveLongDieShort.com.
1: All right, perfect. All right, folks, stay tuned. We'll be right back.
3: Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com.
0: Have you found the beauty inside of you?
4: psych up live is heard every thursday at 2 p.m eastern time 11 a.m pacific time on the voice america variety channel we'll turn up your perspective on life
3: if you are interested in real estate in america's largest city or anywhere be sure to listen for good morning new york real estate with vince rocco Although our focus is on Manhattan and other real estate markets in and around New York City, we'll have plenty of information that will help you successfully buy, sell, and close a transaction no matter where you are in the world. Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. in New York, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel.
0: are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show.
1: Well, hello everyone and welcome back. And today we are talking about successful aging. Thriving, not just surviving, and really enjoying your life to the fullest. And my guest is Dr. Roger Landry, medical doctor, master's in public health, and his book is Live Long, Die Short. And again, it's a guide to authentic health and successful aging. And he's a retired, highly decorated full colonel former Chief Flight Surgeon at the Air Force Surgeon General's Office in Washington. He's a preventive medicine physician. He's the author of the award-winning book, Live Long, Die Short. And this was endorsed by Moore Magazine and AARP, which is very exciting. And it's livelongdieshort.com. And now we're going to talk about this wonderful center, uh, this institute that he has created with others called Masterpiece Living. So welcome back, Dr. Landry, and tell us how Masterpiece Living came to be.
2: Well, thank you, Patricia. Yes, I love to tell the story. Um, it's our pedigree. And it all began uh, probably in the early 80s uh, when Jonas Salk, a very famous person who invented the polio vaccine, was with them on the board of the MacArthur Foundation. And he challenged them to study not so much responding to the challenges and the decline in aging as we what well, we had mostly been doing. But let's look at those who seem to age in a better way, who stay uh, at very high levels of function for a longer and longer period of time. And let's find out why that is, because he saw we were aging as a nation, and this was going to become critically important. So they did, and the results of that is what changed everything. It smashed the stereotype of aging, that aging is only about decline, and, 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 and gave us a breakthrough view into what it takes to, be, to age well. And, and the secret, the bottom line, is that it's lifestyle. Now, uh, it's a great story that my brother, uh, who is our chairman of Masterpiece Living and our founder, was with the MacArthur Foundation at the time as the chief uh, financial officer. And he and Jonas, after hearing the results of this study, this 10-year-long study on aging, uh which uh, is all encapsulated in the book Successful Aging by Rowan Kahn they were they were the directors of the study uh they my brother and Jonas shared a cab ride to O'Hara Airport in wow. Chicago wow. and uh, it was that this time Jonas was very excited about what he had just heard about from the study and that lifestyle was the major determinant and uh and and more but he said wow it's uh, this can change the the aging experience of every human uh, but it won't happen unless someone actually uh, takes the results and, uh, and, and, and actualizes them and applies them. And uh, so my brother, who is mostly a financial guy, said, well, what do you mean? He says, well, I think we need to develop something to help individuals uh, be able to implement this into their lives. And I think a great place to start is senior living communities, retirement communities. And it was about three or four years later that my brother uh, was in a position to bring people together, and he got a couple from the MacArthur study itself. He got some uh, aging services experts, and uh, he thought of me. And I had just come out of a, a career in the military. I was a preventive medicine person. I had been keeping pilots uh, healthy and performing at their best, but the same principles could apply to older adults, and so he called me. And uh, when he did, I had just... Uh, had a conversation with uh, the CEO of the healthcare system I was working for after the military. I had been with them a couple of years, and I had been doing their preventive medicine. and The CEO called me in and said, "You know what? You're doing a great job with prevention, but you're hurting our revenue." <laughs> so, <laughs> so we have a, a medical system that is changing, but is. Mostly based on responding to disease, and it's highly invested in getting all the therapeutic stuff and all that, and uh, a little less so than keeping people healthy. So, boom, I, uh, I was on board. Uh, he asked me for a year. I gave him a year, and this is 15 years later.
1: Wow. What a story, huh? What a story. Although it's changing, it's changing in companies, don't you think? Now, I mean, companies are looking much more at prevention and wellness.
2: They are because you know it's uh it's 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 certainly altruistic, but it's a very practical matter. Our health care costs are rising uh, at least a third of our health care costs are spent for people over sixty five The number of people over sixty five is absolutely exploding oh, yeah. uh, we'll, every every fourth person will be over sixty five very shortly every uh, every fifth i mean and every fourth probably a few years after that and if we don't start to reap the benefits of aging successfully, of uh, preventing disease and having people be all that they can be for as long as possible, our health care costs will crush us as a nation. We will not be the nation that we are. It's not a question of just having health care costs. It's a question of not being able to do much of what we do now. So it is imperative. And yes, people are seeing that and responding to it. And it makes sense and it's the right thing to do.
1: Absolutely. But it's coming down to dollars, which I uh, you know, that's not the reason you want, but it's a good reason in this case because it's really gonna it's gonna make it happen. It's
2: true. It's true. I mean I, I hate to be I mean, I tend to be an altruistic person, but I, I've become more practical as I age. But uh, I think the two have to be there. And when the two are there and they support each other, altruism and finances, well, then you've got a winning formula. And I think we have that. And I think we're going to see spectacular things happening. Yeah,
1: that's in exciting. All right. So now, so talk about what you, what you created. You've been there 15 years. You have an academy you have a Speakers Bureau. You have a Center for Successful Aging. You have several of them. So let's talk about um, the Academy and what that is, the Masterpiece Academy. Well,
2: the Academy is an outgrowth of, of our basic company, which is Masterpiece Living. So I'll, I'll start there really quickly. But our, our mission is to change the perception and the experience of aging. And this has to do with many of the stereotypes that are out there and still out there, despite the MacArthur study. And that was all about lifestyle. And so it was important that we, first of all, uh, gave people an opportunity to take a look at their lifestyle, the important aspects of the lifestyle, see where they stood, get feedback, see where the risks were, and work, work with a coach to hopefully lower those risks so that they could age in a better way. And this is mm-hmm. all very simple so we developed tools to help them take a look at that we developed the infrastructure to uh, to give them feedback uh, so that they can track it track their data track their risks over time and work with uh, with a coach and and all do this all in an environment that that supports their growth that believes that older adults can grow rather than you know, some of our uh, older model retirement communities believe that it was about comfort and security, and these people are going to decline, and we'll be there for them. We'll give them granite countertops and, and, and countertops, and and we'll open doors for them. And that's all very nice, and I'm glad it's there and yeah. take care of them. That's important. But what we know now is that something more is important that, that that they that they believe people can grow, and that they're there so that these people can be all that they can be. So we these retirement communities, that, at least the ones we started with, uh, and our partners now, and other organizations and cities uh, soon, uh, are places that believe older adults can grow. Realize that they have within their hands capital, human capital mm-hmm. that is that is untapped. And yeah. to the extent that they uh, that they understand this, then they'll they'll get it. But an important part was education, and that's where the academy comes in.
1: Okay, and then, but then from there, you created centers. So you work with retirement communities, and talk about that. That's, I think that's cutting edge and very different in terms of certifying communities.
2: Well, that's right. When a community fully uh, realizes, and it takes some time, because uh, most are based upon um, old views of aging and stereotypes of aging. So if you're going to enrich or change a culture, as our mission says, change the perception and the experience of aging. This is a huge process, huge amounts of education and training, and that's where our academy was founded, to provide the resources and provide that education to the people in these communities so that they can take it further down into the organization so that everyone understands that everyone has a role. You don't have to be just the... Uh, life enrichment person or the activities person. You can be in security and transportation and d- dining in any place in any organization um, or, or in cities. You can be city managers. and what. You know that this is a place that we're all together uh, committed to making it a place where you're going to age in a better way, where you're going to be all that you can be. That's important. And so when a community gets that, and they begin to, we track their data, and we see that the people are aging in a better way. The data is showing people growing, never mind just maintaining, and that this is the kind of environment we wanted to recognize them, so we set up very, very strict criteria to become certified as a center for successful aging. Can you imagine? Mm -hmm. No, I'm not moving to a retirement community, or I'm not moving to a nursing home. I'm moving to a center for successful aging, Mm -hmm. because I want to go there, So I can be the best that I can be, that I can lower my risks of bad things happening, that I can be stimulated by my peers. I can be in an environment where everyone is growing. And it's like being in school again. The the closest analogy is a university where you go to grow physically, mentally, socially, and spiritually. This is what we're trying to achieve. When someone gets certified, that's the kind of place that someone can expect when uh, when they go there.
1: It's exciting. So each person becomes certified, or the center itself becomes certified. It,
2: it is the community itself that becomes certifies as a center, and so it uh-huh. takes all in that community. Uh, again, uh, from the leadership on down to you know the the ones who really make it happen, that they all contribute to uh, meeting the requirements for this and okay. creating this environment. And uh, we have uh, we have about uh, let's see, I think it's twelve now. Uh, certified in the country, all over the country. And it's growing rapidly because Mm. imagine talking about yourself as a Center for Successful Aging. Mm. This is attractive you
1: and I, Patricia, and many, many
2: people. Absolutely. Very
1: exciting. All right, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to finish up with Dr. Landry. We're going to talk more about Masterpiece Living, and you can log on and learn about this very exciting concept and the centers at MyMasterpieceLiving.com. You can learn about the Speakers Bureau and the Advisory Board, the Academy itself, the centers about Dr. Landry's book, Live Long, Die Short. It's very exciting. Again, MyMasterpieceLiving.com and the book for the website for the book is livelongdieshort.com you're listening to the patricia raskin show i'm patricia raskin right here on on voiceamerica.com america's voice stay tuned we'll be right back
3: streaming live the leader in internet talk radio voiceamerica.com
0: Tune in to Family Caregivers Unite, live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. Do you love to travel? Now, that's a silly question, isn't it? Who doesn't love to travel? Join Lindsay T. Boyd, a.k.a. the Dreamweaver, for Travel Time. A professional travel agent, Lindsay will spotlight the world of travel. From maps and other travel tools to make your trips easier, to your rights as a passenger, to different aspects of travel, such as sports, faith, or experiential vacations. Travel Time with Lindsay T. Boyd, Dreamweaver, airs live every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on Voice America Variety.
4: on the Voice America Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
0: are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at patriciaraskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show.
1: Hi, everyone, and welcome back. Welcome back with my guest, Dr. Roger Landry, with us for the whole hour today. We are talking about successful aging, being vital and thriving, not just surviving. Dr. Landry is a preventive med- medicine physician. He's author of the award-winning book, Live Long, Die Short, a guide to authentic health and successful aging, which is endorsed by the AARP and was featured in More magazine. And he's president of Masterpiece Living, which we've been talking about in this half hour. It's a group of multidiscipline specialists in aging, who partner with communities to assist them in becoming destinations for continued growth and in building environments to empower older adults so that they can really maximize their unique potential. And you can log on to MyMasterpieceLiving.com and for the book, LiveLongDieShort.com. Welcome back, Dr. Landry. Thank you, Patricia. All right, so let's talk about, um, we've been talking about My Masterpiece Living. You talked about how you created it and also you've talked about the academy. Talk a little more about the academy and the centers. The academy comes first because you educate people, and then once they're educated and they've taken courses, right, or they have really improved themselves, they may want to become certified as a center, correct?
2: Yes, indeed. Uh, this this is a major shift in our society and our understanding of aging, and so therefore it's very important that we have very solid uh, education and training and so we did we we created this academy the Masterpiece Living Academy and in that are many many courses and resources uh, that we use and in, uh, in order to, we're we're starting a new one that will be going nationally that will talk to anyone about uh, but mostly organizations about uh, successful aging and how to build these environments and that's going to be a new course that's going to be out there and uh, we have a speakers bureau where we certainly we can't have all these people on our staff. So, what we do is partner with many of the experts in aging. Uh, Dr. Rob Winningham in Brain, for instance. We were talking about the brain earlier. And Dr. David Gobble, who ran a Fisher Institute at, uh, at Ball State University on, on aging. And, uh, and so they are there to, uh, to be able to act as speakers. So, you can go onto our website. And if you have an organization who wants to hear about this, and I'm on it, you can, uh, you can get that speaker to your place to hear more about it. And we have many courses. We have, uh, we have uh, programs by Masterpiece. We have multiple things, and it's growing every day because the need is there. And so that's important. Education, absolutely important.
1: Yeah, fair, well, great. And so after that happens, then you then approach the center about being certified, and tell us what that means. Is 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 it a a certification kind of like going to college? You know, where you you don't get a degree but you're certified.
2: Yeah. So a community looks at this. They would be a retirement community or in the future actually towns and cities, and we're we're working with that, uh, and they want to be recognized for the great work that they've been doing. We say they've been a partner with us, usually about at least two years, maybe three, and we've been tracking their data, and they've been building an environment where people can grow, and we're seeing the data that they are growing, and we have uh, six categories of uh, criteria, and they work very hard. This is not easy to get at all, and they work very hard within those criteria to meet the criteria, and they they write up what they've done. We've been tracking their data, and uh, then they submit it, and uh, we've gotten these communities that are just, uh, you know, uh they've been working hard, and they they get this uh, certification, and this is one that they can be very proud of, and they put it up in broad in lights, so to speak, and uh, they brag about it as they should. And so this is a place like in with a retirement community, that if I were looking for a retirement community, I would look for one of these certified centers for successful aging. Uh, we yeah. have many other communities within our network that are working towards also great communities and i list them in the back of my book and um, and they're working towards that everyone will eventually get there some have just faster than others so being yeah, a center okay. is uh, is is essentially the the housekeep, the good housekeeping seal of approval yeah. that this is yeah. a community where you are going to age successfully and age in a better way
1: and it's the wave of the future it really is I mean, it, 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 it has to be. I, yeah, again, it, it really we said is. it before. Yeah.
2: It's what you and I want, and I don't think we're we're that different than everybody else, uh,
1: right. Patricia. Uh, but uh, actually, I, I, I agree. Yeah, it's exciting. Now, along with that, you also are doing something for individual people, so that, in, as well as training and being certified within a center, individuals can have their own kind of certification. Tell us about that.
2: Absolutely. It it was our intent right from the beginning of Masterpiece Living and it is still our intent to influence public policy so that as a country and as a world eventually that we become a place that recognizes that older adults can grow and they shouldn't be pushed off to the margins of society but we should engage them and continue to engage them, use this tremendous experience that they have developed and and use this uh, ever-growing size-wise human capital there to help make the world a better place because older adults are better when they have a meaning and purpose in their lives and the society is better when it engages its older adults with that great, rich experience. And we knew we weren't going to do that if the only data we had was from small uh, uh, communities or just from retirement communities because not everyone can live in a retirement community. So it has always been on our radar to do this, but this year we have... uh, We have stepped out smartly, and we're going to be reaching out to individuals in their homes. It'll be through our websites, and they'll have access to our resources and be able to find out their risks and work with us and work with a coach and and age in a better way. Uh, It's long overdue, but it will be, uh, towards the latter part of this year, we'll be able to launch it.
1: That's wonderful. All right, we have a few minutes left. So what else would you like to tell us about the Academy or about how people can get in touch with the Academy. Tell, tell us about this.
2: Well, the way to find out about us is the website you mentioned, the mymasterpieceliving.com. And, and on that, you can see a lot of our philosophy and our history and many of the things we've been talking about. Uh, if you are an older adult looking for a, the next place where you're going to live and perhaps moving out of your home, going to a retirement community and investigating it, uh, you see the list of our communities there. These are good places to start because these are dedicated to aging in a better way. Um, you and on the long, die short, uh dot com website about the book, uh, those two are linked very tightly because in in that book I also talk about masterpiece living and our history because it, it represents. all the substance within the book about aging successfully, you can learn more. Uh, I believe that this is the future. I believe that we as individuals should not be content uh, with the stereotype of aging that it is only about decline. Yes, life is full of challenges. You're going to get curveballs. But the life you are living at that time, are you stimulating? Are Are you are you growing? Are you moving um, regularly? Mm-hmm. Are you challenging your brain? Do you have meaning and purpose in your life? When you have those things and when you're aware of where the risks are and you're lowering those risks, you're going to do a much better job. And, but, you know, Don't be content with the fact that, okay, life's going to throw uh, curveballs at you and that's going to knock you down and then you're just going to slide down. Uh, you know, Again, I'm not a Pollyanna. We can t- when we're living a strong lifestyle, uh, we're resilient. And we can take those hits and we can bounce back or at least not get knocked off our, our game, so to speak, and be able to continue on as being the very best we can be. Fabulous. You can do it. Everybody can do it.
1: Thank you so much, Dr. Roger Landry. you want to tell people the book, Live Long, Die Short? There's a whole chapter on your personal lifestyle inventory so you can take your own inventory. And there's just wonderful chapters here on everything, how to laugh, um, how to never act your age. Uh, how to just really enjoy. Thanks again, Dr. Landry. It was, it was really great.
2: It's been a pleasure. You do yeah. such great work, Patricia, getting the word out. So thank you. Thanks.
1: Thank you. All right. And remember, just want to give folks the websites again, my masterpieceliving.com, and the book is LiveLongDieShort.com. All right, stay on the line for a minute. All right, folks, that wraps up this section of The Patricia Raskin Show right here on VoiceAmerica.com. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin. Bye
0: for now.